Welcome to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina. When it comes to PR, sometimes the hardest part for people is figuring out what to pitch and where to pitch their brand for coverage. You know you want to be featured in the media, but don't know what seems reasonable or where to set your sights when you're first getting started with it because the media landscape is just so vast. And if you've never done this before, it can be hard to tell where is a realistic place to start and just like what to do first. So today I want to talk about the easiest and simplest trick for finding that place to start. This is going to sound so basic and obvious that you may even be like, hmm, why is she bothering to call this a trick and tell us how to find this, how to do this? But honestly, most people don't think of it. And they're like, oh, that's such a good idea once I mention it. And honestly, it's just so easy. There's no reason not to be doing it. So I think it's worth discussing a little bit. So here's the trick. There's no reason to reinvent the wheel here. And I hate that expression for some reason, by the way. And I often disagree when people say that because it usually sounds like you're talking about copying something and not being unique or original. When someone says, I don't want to reinvent the wheel, they're like, let me just do something the exact same way someone else does it. And I usually hate that because I think every brand is unique and needs to be original in their strategy and you should not just totally copy and paste someone else's strategy. But that's not exactly what we're talking about here. Um, And I think in this case, it's a legitimate use of the expression and just a necessary thing to say, because this really is a way to copy something without actually creating something that is exactly the same. So there's no reason to reinvent the wheel when it comes to your target media opportunities. The trick is to literally see where other people in a similar niche are being covered and pitch those same places. You don't need to start from scratch here and Google and go to the bookstore putting in hours to determine all the best new cool magazines and publications that may cover your industry. When it comes to developing your media strategy and building your initial target publication list, save yourself a ton of time and cut straight to these realistic options in front of you by determining some of your best competitors and seeing where they have been featured. So that's literally the trick seeing where these people were covered, and then using those same publications as your target publications. So here's what I mean. I'll break it down a little bit. So start by determining one or a few of your favorite competitors. You probably already know exactly who these are off the top of your head. If you've been in business at all or thinking about business at all, they're the brands that you hold up as an example of what you could be the ones who seem like they're doing everything right, maybe the one who sparked your desire to even set out on on doing PR in the first place because you always see them in the media and you're like, hmm, that should be me. Like if they're in that article, I could be in that article or something like that because you see them putting themselves out there in that way. These may be the brands that when you're feeling at your worst, you think, why would someone buy my thing when they could buy it from them? And I don't want you to ever think this way, but I know we all do do it sometimes. So let's use that to our advantage now and think about who those brands are. Like who would you actually buy from if you were looking for the service and didn't know about you yet? So write down who that brand is. Write down that brand or a few of them. Again, like it might be one, it might be three, whatever you kind of think of off the top of your head. Or if you really don't, 
have any off the top of your head, whatever comes up at your first quick Google search for a similar service to what you offer, a similar product to what you offer. They don't have to be doing the exact same thing as you. They could be similar in terms of industry or similar in terms of niche or similar in terms of audience even. It kind of depends on what your brand is in terms of like which ones you could consider similar or um, kind of on par when it comes to media coverage. But usually the more similar in terms of product or service, the better for this. So now what you're going to do is just one of two things. First, look on their website and see if they have a press section. You might already know that they do because that might be one of the things that you always think about for them is that you see them in the press and you can kind of follow where they've been featured. So yeah, that's just it's just a maybe a tab on the website where they include a list of all the coverage they've gotten. And if they don't have this section on their website, just Google them and check the news tab to easily see which articles they've been included in. Keep in mind that's not always um well, that's not usually in a chronological order. So you might see like bigger articles at the top, but more recent ones like on the third page. So just look around a little and see see where they've been included. Another way to do this too could be to check their social media. If they've been sharing articles when they come out on their social media, sometimes you can see them there. If you scroll through, if they, if they don't put them on the website and it sometimes might feel easier than just Googling, it depends that can require a lot of scrolling. So not necessarily, but sometimes that's a place to look. Sometimes that's the only way people are sharing their media mentions though, which is not great, but that's not what this episode is about. (laughs) So anyway, make a list of all these things. Make a simple chart where you list the publication they were featured in, when it came out, the writer who did the piece, and any relevant detail about the article or the piece so that later on when you come back to it, you'll remember what it was, you know, and it could just be, it could be just the title of the article, or you might want a column for the title and a column for a small synopsis, or just like some notes on it. Like, okay, this was about the product launch. This one was about the product launch. This one was about someone testing the product. This one was a founder interview, et cetera, et cetera, whatever, like the main gist of the article was. So you have a sense of what kind of thing that publication was covering. Like some will cover product launches, some won't, some will have opportunities for, you know, more of an in-depth founder interview. So just a sense of what those were. Once you've made this list for one of your competitor brands, you can do it for more too and add them all to one big list because some of them may have been featured in the same publications by different writers or the same publications by the same writers, which is good to note. And obviously different brands will have been featured in different publications. So, you know, just widens your list of possibilities if you do this for a couple of different brands and add them all to one list. So then you'll have more publications, more writers on there as potential options. And ideally you'll end up with a good little list of places that have covered similar brands to yours in recent months and are therefore probably interested in the topic and likely to write about something similar again in the future which means you can pitch your brand to them too with a high likelihood of at least starting a positive conversation with the writer, right? Because you know that they're very interested and knowledgeable about a similar topic. So keep in mind, obviously you don't want to just pitch every single writer on this list. This isn't necessarily your target media list. This is just a list of someone else's secured media. So keep that in mind. I don't need to be like, okay, great, done. This is it. Um, once you have this list, you have to, of course, I mean, you'll have a sense that 
some don't seem at all applicable to you or like positive outlets for you or your brand or things like that. Like there'll be somewhere you're like, no, <laughs> like this is not us. This is not for us. You'll have a sense of this as soon as you kind of go through and because you're going to be looking at the articles, you're going to be reading the articles as you make the list, presumably. I mean, because to find out, you know, what the synopsis is or what type of article it is, you're going to have clicked on the article. Um, so you'll see some won't work for you. You know, maybe it is only, you know, someplace that really only features the product launches and you don't have a product launch coming up or something like that. So it's just like, okay, that's not going to probably make sense. Some will be like, oh my gosh, I've never seen this magazine before, but it seems absolutely perfect. Or, you know, this is a website I've never come across before, but it seems totally targeted towards my audience and I'd love to be on it. So you can either make a note of this on your list as you go along, or you can obviously just leave off any that seem like a total no for you altogether and not even add them onto the list as you're making it. Totally up to you how you want to do this. And if you want to just have the exhaustive list of all the places other people have been covered just to kind of be aware of it. Or if you want to really use it as a way to kind of start narrowing down to your, your actual targets, but basically go through it more carefully. Once you've gotten it together, even if you kind of did leave off the obvious no's as you went through um, to make it go through again, more carefully afterwards and highlight the ones that look like they'd be the most promising for you as well. And be realistic about the ones that seem like they might not be, even if you hadn't initially left them off. Because those, the ones you highlight as the most promising, those are the ones you're going to add to your actual target media list. And those are the ones you're going to actually use. Okay, so then comes the potentially hardest part, which is to look up the contact info for the writer who did the piece for each one on the list. Again, there's no point wasting your time looking up every single one if you know that some of them were not going to be applicable for your brand. So that's why you don't bother with this piece until you've already gone through and determined which ones actually make sense for you as target publications. So I don't say go through and and find the contact info for every single person on your initial list of where other people were featured because sometimes that can be the time-consuming part too. So we don't want to waste time finding ones that we don't really care about. So... Once you've kind of gone through that and decided that certain articles and certain writers are ones that make sense for you, Google them first, see if the publication shares contact info. Sometimes they'll have it right there. Or if they have it listed on their social media pages, sometimes they do. Don't forget to check Twitter. I know nobody uses it anymore except for writers do. So sometimes they'll have an email right on there and you won't even think to have looked. And if you can't find it elsewhere on Google, you know, there's a couple creative ways that you can try to find people. I have some information on finding almost anyone's contact info on my website that you can go look up after this and, and save it for later. That will help when you're ready to do this. I'm not going to go into all the detail of that right now, but um, go and check that out after you've listened to this episode. I'll share the link in the show notes because that is kind of an important step. For the most part, you'll probably be able to find you know, 75, 80% of them pretty easily with a Google search. So start there. One thing to note here is that this whole trick, this whole strategy of finding these people, it kind of, it depends on your media strategy. Not everyone is setting out just to get as much coverage as possible. And it's not necessarily going to benefit your brand to get in whatever publications this other brand got in. But especially when you're first starting out on your media outreach journey, Most people I find are just trying to get their brand out there, get some links to and from reputable media outlets and get information about your brand out 
into the internet and in front of a new audience and get some spotlights on you that you can then share with your current audience and with future audiences that will come across you know, your website or your social media and want to find out more information about you. And they can get some of this in-depth information through these articles and it helps to build your reputation and clout. So for all of those things, this is a great way to start. Again, of course, you have to be smart about which ones make sense to your brand too, and not just pitch to absolutely everyone who heard about your competitor. I mean, you always have to be smart about it, but you get the point. I think for most people, this is a great way to start. If you're wanting to kick off your media outreach for the first time or you know, really push it for the beginning of this year or whatever it is, obviously, if you have a different media strategy where you, you know, if you, depending on what your goals are, you might have a more specific strategy or, you know, you only want to be in certain types of publications or whatever it is, or have certain, you know, certain, um, angles that you really only want to push. And of course, then not every publication that you come up with on this list is going to make sense for you. But if you're really just trying to expand your awareness as much as possible right now and start getting yourself out there, there's really no downside to kind of using this. And again, you don't have to pitch every single one on this list, but this is a great way to start. So that's kind of my little disclaimer here. (laughs) But okay, so the next thing to keep in mind before you start the outreach is to do a bit more research still. Do more research into the publication, into the writer, and into other things they've written and covered. Get a sense of the other types of articles that they've done. You might find, for example that the piece they did on the other brand is not even the best section for you, but there might be an even better fit in that publication that you should work with. Maybe they got coverage for a new product launch and you don't have a product launch coming up, but they have a section with founder Q and A's that you'd love to be in. So don't obviously just automatically feel like you should pitch the same thing that, you know, whatever was the first one that you found through this trick, be open to other possibilities that come up from this research. Cause maybe you've now discovered a new publication again, and there's somewhere else in that publication that you should, that you should be targeting. And that's totally fine. Take the time to find the best possible fit for you based on this initial list. This is a jumping off point. So yeah. I mean, remember this, making making the list this way saved you tons of time and research by pointing you immediately in the right direction of relevant publications. But now you might as well put in a bit of work to poke around a bit. Make sure you're finding the best possible space for your pitch. Make sure you're finding the best possible person. Use the initial list as the jumping off point. If you can find a connection for your brand with the same writer, that's maybe ideal. But if there's a better spot for you, also make sure you're open to that and finding that if you can. And the reason I say it's ideal if it's the same writer is because when you do reach out, you know that that writer is specifically writing about a brand similar to yours. You can reference that article in your email to them. Not to say you can't do a similar thing with any other writer if you find a better section for your brand. So maybe I'm just being lazy by saying it's ideal if it's the same writer because it really just takes a tiny bit more research. And honestly, if you found that other, if you found another section or person is a better fit for you, You probably only know that by seeing another article that seems like an even better fit. So you can just use that as your conversation starter. So really, I shouldn't have even said that, that it's ideal if it's the same writer. I'm just being lazy and trying to make you not have to do more research. But research is not bad. Research is your friend when it comes to PR. So anyway, it doesn't really matter as long as you've done that research and you're being smart about it and you're figuring out what makes the most sense and figuring out some bit of conversation starter or reference article that you can mention. 
I have more information on actual the actual pitching on my website, like what a pitch should look like, how to actually do it, which is kind of what I'm alluding to here. And I can't, I can't get into all of that right here. Every time I do a podcast episode, I feel like I could go into a hundred different tangents because everything is so related and important. And I want to tell you about it all, but I have to resist. So if these aren't a thousand years long, but you can look up a lot more about pitching specifically or reach out to me with any questions. But yeah, so I mean, the only thing I'll say is that the reason that this kind of list is helpful is because you can use that recent article, that that initial article that you found as a conversation starter by saying something like, I saw the article you did on so-and-so and found it super interesting and thought you may also be interested in X and Y, which is your thing. And then explain how and why your thing is similar, but also so unique and interesting and worth its own article. You do have to be cognizant here of the fact that if it's too similar and they just wrote about the other brand, they probably won't write the same article again about you. But it's the kind of thing where if they wrote about a product launch, then now you and now you have a product launch of a similar brand. And I know I keep using that as the example, but it's just a simple example. But then yeah, you know they probably do cover all kinds of product launches. And it's not like if they just did one, they won't do another because products are launching all the time. They're probably writing about product launches constantly. Or if they did a founder interview, that's probably something they do regularly in this in this niche or like about your industry. So they would be interested in hearing about you. If it's like a trend piece and they just wrote about this new type of trend for the new season and they covered you know three brands doing this thing similar to what you do, they probably won't write about that same exact trend again right now. So you need to come up with a different angle for that one. Again, I have information and resources about this. I know I just said I wasn't going to go into it, but I that's all I need to say. So you have a sense of what you're you know, thinking about when you're making this list. So be smart about it in terms of if they'll likely cover you based on what and how they recently covered the similar brand. And think about if it makes sense to pitch things similar, if you need to think of a more unique angle. The other great thing about this is that when you see this whole list, you can see which angles have been covered recently by the different publications. And especially if there were some that were like trend pieces, you can even take that trend idea and pitch it to one of the other publications. Because if it's a trend in the industry that one publication is seeing, chances are another one is going to find it relevant and interesting too. Again, do a little more research to make sure the other publication didn't also do one. You know, They might've covered something in a similar trend, but not used the brand you were looking at. So it didn't come up in your first research. So make sure you have checked because again, don't you don't want to pitch it if they have already done something on that trend. Or maybe, you know, it could have been a different writer or it could have been a couple months ago. So it didn't come up at first. So if you think you are thinking of a specific trend, make sure you do dig a little deeper on that. Um, But if they haven't, it can be worth pitching the same or a very similar trend or, you know, a, a different take on the same trend with yourself as one of the great examples. And maybe even with some of the other brands you saw featured in the original publication where you saw the trend as other examples of it voila, you've already gotten all the research to help the writer flesh out the article and you didn't even have to think about it more because you already saw it in the other publication. So a common misconception is that you don't want this, you know, if you're pitching a publication, you don't want them to also cover your competitor. But in reality, a trend piece is often a much larger piece than a standalone, some kind of product spotlight or whatever else you might get. Um, So a trend piece can be really great. And it's often, I mean, it's, it's a really cool way to get a spotlight on your brand. And if you do get featured with these competitors, and again, I always use competitors in air quotes because 
obviously you have your differentiators. I mean, I think you guys all get this. Like, I don't think that they're necessarily competitors in that you have to compete with them for your customers. Cause I'm sure you guys both have differentiators. Customers probably could buy both of your products. Doesn't that, you know that, but anyway, getting featured with them, especially if they're already a bigger brand, again, in air quotes, or a more well-known than you or have a bigger following than you, it's super beneficial because not only will the audience now also find out about you when they share the piece, but it puts you on par with them. You know, it shows your brand alongside their brand. It aligns you with them as an equal because you're both being featured in this publication for like kind of the same type of thing. And this is amazing when it comes to brand reputation and just should not be overlooked. And I, and I, I hate when people are like, I don't want to be in an article with, with them because like they're a competitor. We do the same thing. I don't want people to see them in an article about me because that it really like, again, I mean, we're all stronger together, right? So it's the same, same kind of idea. But anyway, I might be digressing a little bit with these specific ways. And again, I was trying not to get into specifics of pitching, but I think it's helpful to think about all the ways that you can be using this list as you set out in making it. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like really think about these different articles, these different writers, these different potential topics and angles for stories while you're making the list, because that will save you time in the long run. Having an end goal for these pitches and how you can use these different, again, angles or publications while you're making the list will just be helpful in getting the most out of it. And then again, save you a little more time with the research on the back end once you're ready to go for it. So basically that's it. That's the whole trick. Rather than staring at a blank piece of paper, trying to come up with which publications you want to be in and building your list only based off of your current awareness of what's out there, look at where other people have been featured and easily discover relevant publications and brand new publications you might not have known about yet that may be perfect for your brand. This is a super easy way to uncover way more opportunities, way faster than you normally would. And it's one of the best ways to start when you don't otherwise know where to start, but you know, you want to get some media coverage and it's so easy. You can give it a try today. And that's my favorite part. Just start finding some similar brand steers who have their media coverage listed on their website and start making your chart based off of that. I hope this was a helpful tip and something you can implement for your business this week in order to start a new media journey and begin making your brand more visible this year. As always, let me know how it goes or let me know if you have any questions. We'll have a post on Instagram at Female Millennial Entrepreneurs about this episode and um, tons of ways to get in contact in the show notes. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast so you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes with your favorite takeaway from this episode. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and other links are always in the show notes and we're always happy to hear from you with thoughts, ideas, or even suggestions of someone you'd love to hear me talk to on the show. You can also submit guests online at polinapr.com slash podcast. Lastly, please drop a comment on the post for this episode on the podcast Instagram at Female Millennial Entrepreneurs to let me know you listened. Tune in next time.